Oh, boy, he started begging me. Now don't do that. I want to continue to serve that bank. In other words, what he was really saying was, write your own ticket. We went with Worthen, and it was a good deal. At the time I bought the bank, I didn't know anything about banking. I knew the basic principles of the business, but as far as the inside details, the day-to-day -day activities inside the bank and what it took to run it, I didn't have a clue. I subscribed to the Henry Ford theory. Henry Ford said, I can't build a car, but I can hire some people that can. I knew that I had to get a good banker and that he and I could work together. A man that could run the bank like I ran the farm. I proceeded to try to find such a man. I wanted a man who was honest and had integrity, but also who could stir things up and get the bank back to moving in the right direction. I sought out Lex Golden, Mayor Peyton Golden's boy, who was an officer in one of the Little Rock banks and was head of the Traveling Correspondent Banks. As part of his job, he had traveled all over the state, and he knew every banker in Arkansas. I asked Lex if he knew a banker who would be willing to come to Batesville and run this bank and do what I wanted done. He thought about it for a while and then said, Yule, there's a banker in Jacksonville, and I think he's just the man you are looking for. His name is Mickey Twyford. Mickey was raised at Newport and is a real go-getter and had been a loan officer at Newport. He had owned the bank at Delight, Arkansas, but had sold it and gone to work for Harold Guatney at First National in Jacksonville. Mickey was kind of like me in that he had come up the hard way and had some farming background. I visited with him several times and decided he was just the kind of man I wanted as a bank president. At the bank in Jacksonville, he said he was making $27,000 a year, and if I would raise his salary to $37,000 a year, he would come to Batesville. I thought that was an outrageous request. I asked Bill Bowen, who was then the president of First Commercial Bank in Little Rock, what he thought about the $37,000 figure. Bill said that was too much. I told Mickey what Mr. Bowen had said. Mickey's reply was, I thought I was going to be working for you and not Mr. Bowen. Mickey's wife, Marcy, saved the day by saying, Mr. Coleman, you won't just be getting Mickey. You'll be getting me, too. It's two for the price of one. I'll work just as hard as Mickey to build up that bank. And she did, too. Instead of hiring one person, I got two for one salary, just as she said. However, everything didn't go smoothly. I brought Mickey up to Batesville and called a board meeting. And you know what? My board turned him down. They just fuzzed him up, questioned him, and made him feel little. And when they got ready to vote, they asked Mickey to leave the room. They let a man of his caliber sit outside for over an hour. Mickey went home that night, not knowing if he had a job after me bringing him in there. I thought he was the best man I could find, and he was. The next morning I called Mickey, and he said, 
Mr. Coleman, I'm not going to come. 